Who is Sinestro? Here's a word for the novice nerd from Why So Sidious. Thal Sinestro is the villain when you're talking about the Green Lantern Corps, especially to Hal Jordan specifically. If you've seen the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie, you might remember Sinestro. He's the Green Lantern with purplish-red skin that trains Hal. What you might not know is that that thing of the movie is based on one of the best DC stories out there. Sinestro is one of the best villains out there. The Green Ring sought out Hal Jordan because of his ability to overcome great fear. Sinestro's close friend, Abin Sir, crash-landed on Earth and warned Hal Jordan of a coming threat before dying, at which point his ring chose Hal. Sinestro was alerted of Abin Sir's death and the fact that his ring found a replacement. He came to Earth to train the new recruit. While Hal was in the middle of piloting a jet for a training exercise, and Sinestro flew right in his path, allowing the $20 million jet to crash into his own body causing an explosion that didn't even phase him. And using his ring, he prevented Hal from being blown up too. This is how they meet. From there, Sinestro trains Hal, and their bitter relationship grows. It's a classic master and apprentice relationship. The Green Lantern Corps is a group of intergalactic police officers who wield the green ring, which allows them to conjure any creation that they have the willpower to manifest. And the ring is powered by the user's ability to overcome fear. Sinestro was considered one of the greatest Green Lanterns in history, protecting Space Sector 1417. Earth, for example, is Space Sector 2814. But his methods and views on justice differed from the Green Lanterns. He believed that the only way to achieve order and justice was through absolute control, and he used the power of fear to gain and maintain that control. Sinestro became convinced that the Green Lantern Corps were not effective enough in bringing peace to the universe, so he decided to take matters into his own hands, eventually becoming a dictator on his home planet of Korrigar. By definition, he was a dictator, but some might argue that the order and structure he imposed on society benefited its citizens. And about ten years later, during DC's Rebirth era, the audience finally sees a flashback to Korrigar, where Sinestro raises a newborn daughter, Serenic, in a violent and chaotic society. His daughter is what pushed him to become a dictator, so he could create the safest environment for her to grow up in. After she does grow up, Serenic ends up closely involved with all the lantern business. She was actually a green lantern woman. We'll touch on that later in this episode. Since Sinestro's methods to reach dictatorship were violent, he caught the attention of the Guardians of the Universe, the small blue beings who created the Green Lantern Corps. In 2005, the audience didn't know the backstory with Sinestro's family, only that he was a violent dictator, pure villain. He was banished for extremism to a place called Kord in the Antimatter Universe. But in Kord, he came across Master Weapon Forgers, who also hated the Green and they helped Sinestro create a new yellow ring of power fueled by fear instead of willpower. He would eventually build an army powered by yellow rings called the Sinestro Corps, their goal being to eradicate the Green Lanterns and establish absolute control over the galaxies. 
before we jump into the Sinestro Core War, we have to talk about the far-fetched idea of a mysterious yellow impurity within the Green Lantern's central battery, which powers all the green rings. In the past, the rings had a strange weakness to the color yellow, and it wasn't really explained until writer Jeff Johns completely rewrites the mythos of the Green Lanterns with the start of his Green Lantern run in 2005. Starting with the return of Hal Jordan after he was infected by Parallax thanks to Sinestro. Under control of Parallax, Hal went on a murder spree through the Green Lantern Corps. So the reason we brought up the weakness to yellow is Jeff Johns reveals that a parasitic entity called Parallax is actually the embodiment of fear, and it was the impurity that made the rings weak to yellow. It's a strange concept, but plays a huge role throughout many Green Lantern stories. Sinestro woke Parallax from hibernation, which led to Hal Jordan becoming infected, rampaging through the galaxy, killing his core members. Manipulating someone into killing people they love and respect is one of the most villainous things a villain can do. Sinestro led to Hal Jordan becoming a pure villain in DC Comics for a while, until much later when Jeff Johns took up the Green Lantern run, Hal Jordan made his return, with the help of the spirit of vengeance known as Spectre. Shortly after his return is when mysterious yellow ring sightings start being reported throughout the galaxy. Before this, we only knew Sinestro created the yellow ring for himself. Nobody had any clue a whole army of thousands were being recruited into the Sinestro War. Yellow rings seeked out those who have the ability to instill great fear. So basically, murderers, bullies, violent criminals, the scum of the universe who like to prey on the weak. Batman was actually one of the first people who was recruited by the Yellow Ring because of his ability to instill fear into criminals. However, his immense willpower was able to override the connection to fear, so the Yellow Ring did not make a full connection. But Batman brings this information to the Justice League, and these Yellow Rings are a concerning surprise for everybody, and they do get involved in the Sinestro Corps War. With a huge army of aggressive beings, Sinestro was going to launch a huge offensive to kill the Green Lanterns, the Guardians of the Universe, and everybody else who stands in the way between them and absolute control over the galaxies, which they planned to completely rule with their yellow power of fear. The first page of Sinestro Core War dives into the motivations of Sinestro. Quote, the universe needs to change. We live in a place of rotting hedonism and chaos. I tore my home planet of Korrigar free from sin. I believed fear to be part of the chaos I abhor, but fear was more controlling than all the willpower in the universe. The universe will change. The Green Lantern Corps will change. And right off the bat, the violent invasion of the Sinestro Corps begins. Green Lanterns are getting slaughtered, with the huge disadvantage being that their rings won't allow them to kill. So the Guardians of the Universe controversially rewrite the Book of Oa to authorize the Green Rings to use lethal force. A huge turning point in the war, and the story. The war includes the Justice League, a villainous Superboy Prime, and the tragic return of Cyborg Superman. But this isn't a book review, so check out our comic recommendations at the end of the episode. Sinestro Core War starts the stepping stones up the ladder to what becomes the Blackest Night. We're not going to spoil Sinestro's role at the end of Blackest Night, but he plays a role. And after this era comes the New 52, where most of the DC Universe continuity gets rebooted, controversially changing a lot of origin stories and character traits. 
However, Batman and Green Lantern specifically were doing really well for DC Comics around the time when New 52 was going to launch. Grant Morrison just introduced Damian Wayne to the world, bringing an interesting new era to Gotham, and Green Lantern had the Jeff Johns run, which was very well received. So their continuities stayed exactly the same through DC's reboot. After Blackest Night, there was Brightest Day, and then soon after was War of the Green Lanterns, which saw the conclusion of Jeff Johns' run and transitioned into the New 52. Kronos, an extremely powerful foe, who was one of the first Guardians of the Universe, and since imprisoned and forgotten, came back to wreak havoc on the galaxies. Near the climax of this story, Sinestro saves Hal Jordan's life from Krona, and for a moment becomes the Green Lantern's only hope against the villain that was about to destroy the core. So a green power ring seeks out Sinestro for his ability to overcome great fear, and after some more punching, the conflict comes to an end. Sinestro is brought back into the Green Lantern Corps, somehow redeemed for even his attempted slaughter of the Green Lanterns in past events. All the main members found that to be absolutely unacceptable, but the Guardians of the Universe put blind faith into the will of the ring that chose Sinestro, believing there has to be a reason he was chosen to return to the Green Lanterns. The New 52 Green Lantern story wasn't bad. Hal and Sinestro have a bitter buddy cop story and they even run into Black Hand again, who was a major villain in Blackest Night. But a lot of DC changed during New 52, and Sinestro becoming part of the Green Lantern Corps was a change. He was a great villain, and fans weren't sure they were ready to accept him back as a hero. Eventually, of course, Sinestro returns to being a villain. It was inevitable. DC's Rebirth era gave us a few different Lantern titles, one of them being Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, where Sinestro slingshots himself back into a villainous role. But a lot of the spotlight during this run is actually on his daughter, Serenic, who switched from the Green Lantern Corps to being the leader of the Sinestro Corps, who lost their way without Sinestro in power. Serenic actually helps the Sinestro Corps become a well-functioning society on our home planet of Korrigar. She brings the Corps to ally themselves with the Green Lantern Corps, which is just unheard of. It would be like the Starks and the Freys becoming close allies after the Red Wedding. There was a ton of conflict, it was hard to set aside the differences and work together. In the midst of all this adapting, there is a murder. So fingers start pointing between yellow and green, escalating the already pre-existing conflicts. This rebirth story definitely has galactic Game of Thrones vibes, with the seven different colored rings all representing their own society and belief systems. There's alliances, backstabbing, agreements, disagreements, moments of peace, and moments of violence. And since Sinestro's daughter is in the middle of all of it, it was worth mentioning. Powers Sinestro obviously wields a ring. There are seven main rings, following the color spectrum and matching the Roy G. Biv rule. Red rings are powered by rage, orange is avarice, yellow is fear, green is willpower, blue is hope, indigo is compassion, and the violet starfires are powered by love. But they all have one thing in common. Their rings conjure the thoughts of their bearer. Whatever Sinestro has the creativity and drive to create, he can create. But this still requires a lot of skill. In the heat of battle, it might be hard to come up with the right weapon. So often we see the user create the simple things, guns, swords, bombs, trains, giant baseball mitts to catch dozens of falling citizens, a giant net or a giant fire extinguisher. Sinestro one time conjured dozens of beams and stabbed his enemy with all of them in a split second. 
Within the blink of an eye, he can kill an unguarded victim with ease because he has the creativity and willpower to do so. The rings aren't just weapons. They have many functions, like working as a universal translator to communicate with galactic species. It can act as a portable chat GPT to provide information whenever needed. It can track energy signatures to track someone down, analyze DNA for accurate identification, it can perform a virtual autopsy or diagnose an illness or injury, and it can do a lot more. It has a lot to do with the creativity of the user. But the rings also provide the wearer with invulnerability, flight, and of course super strength. It accelerates healing, can manipulate the chemistry of the brain to produce pain relief, antibiotics, etc. So Sinestro has all of that, plus he's a cold, calculating strategist. He has a way with words, the ability to dig deep into the roots of his enemies' emotions and psychology to exploit them, leaving them at a mental disadvantage off the bat. This speaks to how he uses fear. He's a master of it, so his intelligence is a power of its own. Comic Book Recommendations The whole Jeff Johns Green Lantern run starting in 2005, featuring art from two of the best, Ivan Reese and Ethan Van Skyver, Starting with Green Lantern Rebirth, which does include Sinestro, and ending with Blackest Night. The Sinestro-oriented stories are Sinestro Core Wars and Rage of the Red Lanterns, where the Green Lanterns are transporting Sinestro through space to imprison him, but a vengeful Atrocitus and his Red Lanterns, powered by Rage, come to break Sinestro out of captivity to torture and kill him themselves. The Green Lanterns have to get into the middle of the fight and save Sinestro so he can answer for his crimes. Rage of the Red Lanterns also introduces the wielders of the Blue Rings powered by Hope. Interesting and unique characters. DC's New 52 Green Lantern run, also mostly by Jeff Johns, doesn't come close to the magic of his Blackest Night era, but this sees Sinestro returning to Green Lanterns and going on missions with Hal. DC Rebirth Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, Volume 1, Sinestro's Law, by Robert Venditti, and the return of the great Ethan Van Skyver on art. Sinestro also plays a big role in the Forever Evil storyline, helping the villains who are left on Earth fight the crime syndicate when the Justice League was MIA at the time. This is a fun story that a lot of our Sidious DC Roadmap episode is based on. If you're interested in hearing what our hosts would do if they were to put together a plan of DC movies for a reboot. We actually did this episode about a week before James Gunn announced his plans for DC. Remember, we're only scratching the surface of Sinestro's story, and hopefully James Gunn's DC will bring this character to life on the big screen because he is an excellent villain with a great story to tell. So check out other novice nerds like the son of Batman, Damian Wayne, Red Hood, previously Robin, High Evolutionary, Adam Warlock, and more. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Why So Cities Podcast.